This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. So alhamdulillah, yesterday we completed the in-depth uh, tafsir of Surah Maryam. We completed the surah yesterday. So I mentioned that um, I would inshallah do a recap today. Um, had an idea that I was somewhat going back and forth with and then spoke to a few people and uh, got some feedback as well as to what they felt about the idea. And um, alhamdulillah, mostly positive feedback and um, also, you know... Um, as I say, pr- slept on it, prayed on it. All right, but um, so decided that inshallah, just for today to kind of recap everything that we've done during this month because it was spread out over such a extended duration, 24, 25 days of tafsir every day, an hour plus every day. So to kind of bring it all together, let it all kind of come together, gel together, decided to do um, a run through of the translation of the entire surah today inshallah. So we'll start at the very beginning of the surah and we'll go through all the way through the end of the surah inshallah. Just kind of going over the general translation of the surah. And then at the end of course we'll have the uh, some discussion on coherence and things like that inshallah. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem Bismillahir rahmanir rahim Kaf hayayin sad of course, these are the huruf muqatta'at, the meaning of which is known best to, known to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. ذِكْرُ رَحْمَةِ رَبِّكَ عَبْدَهُ This is a mention of the mercy of your Lord upon His slave Zakariya. إِذْ نَادَى رَبَّهُ نِدَاءً Remember when He called out to His Lord very emphatically and privately. قَالَ رَبِّ إِنِّي وَهَنَ الْعَظْمُ مِنِّي وَاشْتَعَلَ الرَّأْسُ شَيْبًا وَلَمْ أَكُمْ بِدُعَائِكَ he said, my Lord, my Rabb, my bones have become weak, my bones have weakened, and my head has gone gray, has gone old. And I have never been unfortunate through making dua, by, by means of making dua to you. And I most definitely fear for the people around me that I will leave behind after me. And my wife is unable to bear children, so give to me a reliable successor from you. Yarithuni wa yarithu min ali ya'quba. He will inherit from me, and he will inherit from the the associates and the affiliates of Ya'qub. Wajalhu Rabbi radiyan, and make him my Rabb, my Lord, someone that is pleasing to you. Ya Zakariya, inna nubashiruka bi gulamin ismuhu Yahya. O Zakariya, most definitely we are giving you the good news, we are delivering to you the good news of a son. His name will be Yahya. لَمْ نَجَعَلْ لَهُ مِنْ قَبْلُ We have not made for him before him anyone that's anything like him. قَالَ رَبِّ أَنَّا يَكُونُ لِي غُلَامِ He said, O my Rabb, O my Lord, how is it possible for me to have a son? وَكَانَتِ امْرَأَتِي عَاقِرًا When in reality my wife has been unable to bear children. وَقَدْ بَلَغْتُ مِنَ الْكِبَرِ عِتِيًّا And I have reached an extremely old age. قَالَ كَذَلِكَ Allah said, just like that. 
قَالَ رَبُّكَهُ عَلَيَّ هَيٍّ Your Lord, your Rabb said, this is very easy, very simple for me. وَقَدْ خَلَقْتُكَ مِنْ قَبْلُ وَلَمْ تَكُ شَيْئًا And I created you before this when you were nothing. قَالَ رَبِّ جَعَلِّي آيَةً He said, oh my Rabb, make for me a sign. قَالَ آيَتُكَ أَلَّا تُكَلِّمَ النَّاسَ ثَلَاثَ لَيَالٍ سَوِيَةً He said, your sign is that you will not speak to the people for three consecutive nights or that you will not speak to the people for three nights even though nothing will be wrong with you, you will be perfectly okay. فَخَرَجَ عَلَىٰ قَوْمِهِ مِنَ الْمِحْرَابِ So he exited upon his people from the mihrab, from the recessed part of the front of the masjid or the place of worship. فَأَوْحَىٰ إِلَيْهِمْ And he signaled to them, أَن that Glorify and praise your Lord morning and evening. Ya Yahya Khudil Kitaba Biquwatin. O Yahya, hold firmly onto the book with strength and conviction. And we had given him command or we had given him judgment and wisdom even as a child. And he was very affectionate from us. I mean, this was a special gift from us that he had the ability to be extremely affectionate. And he was pure or he was charitable. وَكَانَ تَقِيًّا And he was constantly conscious and aware of Allah. وَبَرَّمْ بِوَالِدَيْهِ And he was very dutiful, very respectful, very considerate of his parents. وَلَمْ يَكُنْ جَبَّارًا عَصِيًّا And he was not pushy nor was he disobedient. Ayah number 15, وَسَلَامٌ عَلَيْهِ يَوْمَ وُلِدَ وَيَوْمَ يَمُوتُ وَيَوْمَ يُبْعَثُ حَيًّا And peace and blessings be upon him on the day that he was born, on the day that he will die, and on the day that he will be brought back to life again. From here begins the second passage. So this first passage was dedicated to the discussion of Zakariyah and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed him with a son. And I mentioned this in, during the tafsir, you'll remember, that this serves as some type of, this serves as an introduction or a prelude to the mention in detail of the miraculous birth of Isa alayhi salam. So as to almost begin by showing that this, something of this nature, that going against what we consider to be the laws of nature, this is something that is within the grasp and within the means of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ayah number 16 begins the second passage where now we get to the crux of the surah, which is the story of Maryam and the miraculous birth of Isa alayhi salam. Allah says, وَذْكُرْ فِي الْكِتَابِ Maryam." That recall or remember, mention in specifically from in the book, the mention of Maryam. إِذِنْ تَبَذَتْ مِنْ أَهْلِهَا مَكَانًا شَرْقِيًّا When she secluded herself from her people, from her family, into uh, a place that was facing towards the east. فَاتَّخَذَتْ مِنْ دُونِهِمْ حِجَابًا She took from them a barrier. She put up a barrier between them, her and the people. فَأَرْسَلْنَا إِلَيْهَا رُوحَنَا Allah says that we sent to her our spirit, our ruh, meaning Jibreel alayhi salam. We sent our Jibreel to them, to her. فَتَمَثَّلَ لَهَا بَشَرًا He transformed himself into her, uh, for her sake into the form of a very handsome, well-proportioned man. قالت, she said, إِنِّي أَعُوذُ بِالرَّحْمَانِ مِنْكَ إِن كُنْتَ تَقِيًّا She said that I take refuge with Ar-Rahman, with the most abundantly merciful from you, and if you are uh, God-fearing in any way, meaning back away from me if you fear God in any way. قَالَ إِنَّمَا أَنَا رَسُولُ رَبِّكَ He responded by saying that most definitely I am the Rasul, I am the messenger, I am a courier from your Lord and your your Rabb, your Master. لِأَهَبَ لَكِ غُلَامًا زَكِيًّا And I have been sent so that I can gift to you a very pure, righteous child. قَالَتْ أَنَّا يَكُونُ لِي غُلَامٌ 
She said, how is it possible for me to be having a son? وَلَمْ يَمْسَسْنِي بَشَرٌ When in reality, no man has touched me. And I explained how this is referred to. I have not been intimate with any man. وَلَمْ أَكُوا بَغِيًّا Nor am I unchast, nor am I promiscuous. قَالَ كَذَلِكَ He said that just like that. قَالَ رَبُّكِ هُوَ عَلَيَّ هَيْنٍ Your Lord has said, has decreed, that this is very easy, very simple for me. وَلِنَجْعَلَهُ آيَةً لِلنَّاسِ And we will make him a sign for the people. وَرَحْمَةً مِنَّا And a mercy from us. وَكَانَ أَمْرًا مَقَضِيَّا And this is an affair, this is a decision that has been concluded to, it's been decreed. فَحَمَلَتْهُ فَانْتَبَذَتْ بِهِ مَكَانًا قَصِيَّا so now this is that second part of that passage talking about Maryam and the miraculous birth of Isa alayhi salam. فَحَمَلَتُ So she carried him. فَانْتَبَذَتْ بِهِ مَكَانًا قَصِيَّةً And she withdrew um, from... She, she, she carried him, meaning she became uh, pregnant. She was carrying the child now. فَانْتَبَذَتْ بِهِ And she secluded along with the child مَكَانًا قَصِيَّةً to a very, very far away place. فَأَجَاءَهَا الْمَخَاضُ إِلَى جِذْعِ النَّخْلَةً and then the, pa- the pains of childbirth forced her to go to the trunk of a date palm. قالت, she said, Ya Laytani. She, she, she expressed sorrow uh, uh, or, or uh, a certain amount of regret upon herself. That I wish, mittu qabla hadha, that I would have died before this. وَكُنْتُ نَسِيَمْ مَنْسِيَةً And I would have become completely forgotten, so forgotten that I wouldn't have even been recalled by anyone. فَنَادَاهَا مِنْ تَحْتِهَا so Allah says that we called out to her from behind her, um, from excuse me, from below her, from beneath her. Allah tahzani that do not fear. Qadjala Rabbuki tahtaki sariya that your Lord has made for you, your Rabb has made for you beneath you a stream that right beneath your feet there is a stream. Wahuzi ilayki bijid in nakhla and shake towards you the trunk of the date palm. Tusaqita alayki rota banjaniya that very. Juicy ripe dates will fall upon you, consistently fall for you. Fakuli washrabi waqari aynan. So eat, drink, and then find the coolness of your eyes through the birth of this miraculous child. And if you are to see any human being, then don't worry about responding to them. Fakuli inni nazartu Rahman. Then at that time say to him, say to that human being, Inni nazartu Rahman, most definitely I have dedicated, I have made a commitment to a Rahman. Man, Salman of a fast. And what is the nature of that fast? That I will not speak today to any human being. So she came to her people carrying this child after childbirth. They said, O Maryam, how dare you come here with an illegitimate child? Ya Ukta Harun, O daughter, O oh, oh, sister of Harun, Makana Abuki, your father was not Imra Asawin. Your father was not an evil man. And your mother was not promiscuous or uh, a bad woman. She signaled towards the child. They said, how is it possible for us to speak to somebody who is being cradled as a baby, as a child? 
Isa alayhi salam speaks miraculously as a baby, as an infant. He says, I am the slave of Allah. I have been given the book. And I have been made a prophet. And I have been made blessed no matter where I may be. And I have been firmly commanded by my Lord, by my Master. To stick firmly to prayer and charity or purity. As long as I am alive. وَبَرَّمْ بِوَالِدَتِي And to be extremely dutiful and to be very very considerate of my mother. وَلَمْ يَجْعَلْنِي جَبَّارًا شَقِيًّا And he has not made me somebody who is pushy and bossy and somebody who is unfortunate, somebody who is wretched. وَالسَّلَامُ عَلَيَّ يَوْمَ وُلِدْتُ وَيَوْمَ أَمُوتُ وَيَوْمَ أُبَعَثُ حَيًّا and peace and blessings, I pray for peace and blessings to be upon me. The day that I was born, the day that I will die, I will leave this world, and the day that I will be brought back to life, I will be resurrected. Allah says, ذَلِكَ عِيسَى بْنُ Maryam, Ayah number 34. That is the story of Isa ibn Maryam, or that is Isa ibn Maryam himself. قَوْلَ الْحَقِّ الَّذِي فِيهِ يَمْتَرُونَ This is the word of truth in which they are trying to cause doubt, they're trying to interject or inject doubt into this. مَا كَانَ لِلَّهِ أَنْ يَتَّخِذَ مِنْ وَلَدٍ سُبْحَانَ It is absolutely not appropriate for Allah to have taken a child any in any way, shape or form. Subhana, He is above and beyond such attributions. إِذَا قَضَى أَمْرًا When He has decreed an issue or an affair, فَإِنَّمَا يَقُولُ لَهُ كُنْ فَيَكُونَ Then He simply says, be and it is. وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ رَبِّي وَرَبُّكُمْ فَاعْبُدُوهُ And most definitely Allah is my Rabb, my Lord, my Master, and your Master. فَاعْبُدُوهُ So worship Him alone. هَذَا صِرَاطٌ مُسْتَقِيمٌ This is the straight path. فَاخْتَلَفَ الْأَحْزَابُ مِنْ بَيْنِهِمْ But what ended up happening was that the groups, they started differing amongst themselves about the matter of Isa ibn Maryam. فَوَيْلٌ لِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا مِنْ مَشْهَدِ يَوْمٍ عَظِيمٌ That how sad, how pathetic, how pitiful is the condition of those people who disbelieved from the standing, from the presenting of that great day, that, that profound day. أَسْمِعْ بِهِمْ Look how well they can hear now on the Day of Judgment. Look how well they can see the truth now. On the day that they have come to us. But today, these wrongdoers, they continue to be immersed, drowning in their very clear misguidance. And warn them of the day of severe regret and remorse, when the decision will be made, when all affairs will be decreed and issued. And these people are drowning in heedlessness. And these people, they do not believe or they will not believe. That most definitely we and only we are the inheritors that we will inherit the earth. وَمَنْ عَلَيْهَا And all those people who are upon it. And to us alone will all of them return. Now from ayah number 41, this concludes that discussion of Isa ibn Maryam in the first part of the surah, the first half of the surah. From here you have the second theme of surah Maryam. One of the other, uh, the, the other major themes of surah Maryam that I talked about is the consistency of the message. Remember, this is revealed during the early days of the prophethood in Mecca. The message has just gone public, the da'wah has gone public. So what's a very key important strategic issue here is to point out how... The message of Rasulullah ﷺ, the message of the Qur'an, is something that is found consistently throughout all the teachings of all the prophets, throughout 
throughout time. And here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of many prophets in the following passage. One other thing that I, uh, that, that we need to take a note of is in that first part of the, um, surah, we also have a very strong emphasis on dua and supplication. Zakaria is praying for a son. Maryam is praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to alleviate or to make it easier for her to live up to this great task. And we see Allah's rahmah, Allah's mercy coming to their aid. That Zakaria is being blessed with a child at old age, and Maryam has been chosen for this test, but when she turns to Allah with her, with her concern and her anxiety, Allah provides streams at her feet and fruits falling from the trees. Allah takes care of her. This shows us the power of dua and how we need to be committed to making dua. And this is a key integral part of the teachings of Rasulullah A dua huwa al-ibadah. Dua supplication, it is the core of worship itself. So now we see the consistency of the message of prophets being mentioned. At the same time, I should also mention here that Family is also a very key important theme throughout the surah. Whether you're reading about Zakaria and Yahya, and how Yahya will be good to his parents, Isa ibn Maryam being good to his mother Maryam, and now here you read about the relationship between Ibrahim and his father. So family is another very key, integral, important theme here. وَذْكُرْ فِي الْكِتَابِ Maryam, Ayah number 41, that mentioned in the book, uh, Mary, uh, excuse me, وَذْكُرْ فِي الْكِتَابِ Ibrahim. And remember or recall or mention in the book, in the Qur'an, Ibrahim, إِنَّهُ كَانَ صِدِّيقًا نَبِيًّا That most definitely he was extremely truthful, a man of truth, an embodiment of truth. And he was a prophet. إِذْ قَالَ لِأَبِيهِ Remember the time when he said to his father, يَا أَبَتِي O oh my dear father, لِمَ تَعْبُدُ مَا لَا يَسْمَعُ وَلَا يُبْصِرُ وَلَا يُغْنِي عَنْكَ شَيْئًا Why do you worship that which does not hear, that which does not see, and that which I cannot help you or aid you? in any way, shape, or form. Ya abati, O oh my dear father, inni qad ja'ani min al-ilm, that most definitely, it has come to me from some, no- some knowledge, some knowledge has come to me. Ma lam ya'tika, that knowledge which has not come to you. Fattabi'ni ahdika siratan sawiya. So follow me, listen to my, the advice I'm giving you. I will guide you to the path that is extremely straight and that is very balanced and even. Ya abati la ta'abud shaytan Oh dear father, do not worship the shaytan. Inna shaytan kana lirrahmani asiyan. That most definitely the shaytan is extremely disobedient towards the most abundantly merciful ar-Rahman. Ya abati inni akhafu an yamassaka adhabun min ar-Rahmani fatakuna lil-shaytani waliyan. Oh my dear father, most definitely I fear upon you or I fear for you that I fear that a punishment will grip you, will come and touch you from ar-Rahman. فَتَكُونَ لِلشَّيْطَانِ وَلِيَّ And that, at that time you will become a friend or a companion, an ally of shaytan. قَالَ أَرَاغِبٌ أَنْتَ عَنْ آلِهَتِي يَا إِبْرَاهِيمٌ The father responds and says that do, are you, do you have absolutely no desire? Are you not comfortable with my deities, O Ibrahim? لَإِن لَمْ تَنْتَهِ لَأَرْجُمَنَّكَ وَهَجُرْنِي مَلِيَّ That if you do not stop, then most definitely I will kill you, I will stone you to death. وَهَجُرْنِي مَلِيًّا So get out... Um, leave me for a very prolonged time. Basically separate from me, I have no desire to be with you. قَالَ سَلَامٌ عَلَيْكَ 
He, Ibrahim alayhi salam responds and says, May peace be upon you. سَأَسْتَغْفِرُ لَكَ رَبِّي That I will, I, very soon I will seek forgiveness on your behalf from my Lord, from my Master. إِنَّهُ كَانَ بِي حَفِيًّا That he has, always been, he has always been watching over me, he has always taken care of me. وَأَعْتَزِلُكُمْ And I will leave you be. I will separate myself from you. وَمَا تَدْعُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ And though all those things that you worship aside from Allah. وَأَدْعُوا رَبِّي And I will worship my, I will call out to my Rabb, my Lord. عَسَىٰ أَلَّا أَكُونَ بِدُعَاءِ رَبِّي شَقِيًّا Because I have full hope in the fact that I will not be unfortunate, I will not be deprived by praying to my Lord, by making dua to my Lord. فَلَمَّا اَعْتَزَلَهُمْ وَمَا يَعْبُدُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ So then when he separated from them, and those things that they would worship aside from Allah, وَهَبْنَا لَهُ إِسْحَاقَ وَيَعْقُوبِ We gifted to him Ishaq and Ya'qub. وَكُلًّا جَعَلْنَا نَبِيًّا And we made each and every single one of them a prophet. وَوَهَبْنَا لَهُمْ مِنْ رَحْمَتِنَا وَجَعَلْنَا لَهُمْ لِسَانَ صِدِقٍ عَلِيَّا And we gifted to them from our mercy, and we made for them a very very high noble mention amongst the people. Ayah number 51 begins in the mention of Musa alayhi salam. وَذْكُرْ فِي الْكِتَابِ مُوسَى And recall in the Qur'an the story of Musa. إِنَّهُ كَانَ مُخْلَصًا وَكَانَ رَسُولًا نَبِيًّا That most definitely he was chosen, selected. He was purified. وَكَانَ رَسُولًا نَبِيًّا And he was a, prophet, a messenger and a prophet. وَنَادَيْنَاهُ مِن جَانِبِ الطُورِ الْأَيْمَنِ وَقَرَّبَنَاهُ نَجِيًّا And we called out to him from the from the very prestigious place, from the very prestigious side of the Mount of Tur. And we brought him near to us as a confidant, as somebody to speak to in privately. وَوَهَبْنَا لَهُ مِنْ رَحْمَتِنَا And we gifted for him from our mercy, his brother Harun as a prophet. وَذْكُرْ فِي الْكِتَابِ إِسْمَاعِيلِ And recall in the book, in the Qur'an, the story of Ismail. إِنَّهُ كَانَ صَادِقَ الْوَعْدِ وَكَانَ رَسُولًا نَبِيًّا That most definitely he was someone who lived up to his word. He fulfilled his promise. وَكَانَ رَسُولًا نَبِيًّا And he was a prophet and a messenger. وَكَانَ يَأْمُرُ أَهْلَهُ بِالصَّلَاةِ وَالزَّكَاةِ وَكَانَ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِ مَرْضِيًّا And he was... He consistently commanded his family to stick to prayer and charity. And he was somebody who was very pleasing to his Lord. وَذْكُرْ فِي الْكِتَابِ إِدْرِيسِ And also recall in the Qur'an the story of Idris. إِنَّهُ كَانَ صِدِّيقًا nabiyya. He was also a man, an embodiment of truth, and he was a prophet. وَرَفَعْنَاهُ مَكَانًا عَلِيًّا And we raised him to a very, very lofty, noble status. أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ مِنْ ذُرِّيَّةِ آدَمِ That those are the ones whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showered His blessings upon from the prophets, from the, the progeny of Adam, وَمِمَّنْ حَمَلْنَا مَعَ نُوحٍ And also from those people who we carried along with Nuh, وَمِنْ ذُرِّيَّةِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَإِسْرَائِيلِ And from the progeny of Ibrahim and Israel, Ya'qub alayhi salam, وَمِمَّنْ هَدَيْنَا وَجْتَبَيْنَا And also from those whom we had guided, and those whom we had selected. إِذَا تُتْلَى عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُ الرَّحْمَانِ خَرُّوا سُجَّدًا وَبُكِيًّا That whenever the, our, whenever the ayat of Ar-Rahman would be recited upon them, they would fall down, they would, they would have no choice but to fall down into sujood frequently, and they would weep and cry before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala frequently. فَخَلَفَ مِن بَعْدِهِمْ خَلْفٌ However, a very bad 
or evil successors remained after them. Aba'u salah, they wasted the prayer, they neglected the prayer. Wattaba'u shahawat, and they followed their desires, they followed the desires. Fasawfa yalqawna ghayyan, and very soon these people will meet um, a very wretched place in hell. And as I mentioned during the tafsir, that not only does that describe the wretched nature of that place, but it's also the, the name of a place based on the interpretation of the Sahabatul Kiram radiallahu anhum. إِلَّا مَنْ تَابَ وَآمَنَ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا Except for those people who repent and they believe, except for the one who repents and he believes and he did good deeds, فَأُولَٰئِكَ يَدْخُلُونَ الْجَنَّةَ وَلَا يُظْلَمُونَ شَيْئًا Then those people, they will enter the gardens of paradise and they will not be oppressed even in the least bit or in any way, shape or form. جَنَّاتِ عَدْنِنِ الَّتِي وَعَدَ الرَّحْمَانُ عِبَادَهُ بِالْغَيْبِ إِنَّهُ كَانَ وَعْدُهُ مَأْتِيَّةً That these are gardens of eternity, that they will, that, that were promised, that, that Ar-Rahman, the most abundantly merciful, has promised to his slaves. Bil ghayb, even though they haven't seen this, he's promised them this in the unseen. Innahu kana wa'aduhu ma'tiya. Most definitely, his promise is something that is coming, that it will come true, that will be fulfilled. La yasma'una fiha laghwan illa salama. They will not hear in Jannah, in paradise, any type of noise, any type of disturbance. The only thing they will hear is salaman. Walahum rizquhum fiha bukratan wa ashiyah. And exclusively reserved for them will be sustenance therein, in Jannah, in paradise. Morning and evening, they'll have feasts, celebrations every morning and every evening. Tilka al Jannatu lati nurithu min ibadina man kana taqiyah. That is the Jannah that we will give as inheritance. We will allow. From our slaves, some to inherit this. Mankana taqi and those who were God fearing and God conscious. And then from here in ayah number 64, this is the angels apologizing to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and consoling the Prophet ﷺ when he would wait for revelation to come. During those very trying, difficult early days, he would ask for revelation to be sent. So we see that in this previous passage, it talks about that after the Prophets and the Messengers come and bring guidance, the onus is back on the people. People have still got to make a choice. They have to make a choice. You have people who made the wrong choice, which were spoken about, and you also have people who make the right choice. And of course, they, they're, them and the promises made to them have been mentioned. Now here it talks about that, it, it is consolation to the Prophet ﷺ and also beginning from here will be a severe reprimand and refutation of the mushrikun of Makkah and the people who opposed the message of Rasulullah ﷺ and chose to believe, disbelieve in the life of the hereafter. وَمَا نَتَنَزَّلُ إِلَّا بِأَمْرِ رَبِّكَ We cannot come down, we cannot descend except by means of the command from your Lord, your Rabb. لَهُ مَا بَيْنَ أَيْدِينَا وَمَا خَلْفَنَا وَمَا بَيْنَ ذَلِكَ That for him alone, only to him belongs all that which is before us and all that which is behind us. وَمَا بَيْنَ ذَلِكَ And all that which is between all of that. وَمَا كَانَ رَبُّكَ نَسِيَّا And your Lord is not, not forgetful in the least bit. So He hasn't forgotten you. He's still there. He's still looking out for you and taking care of you. رَبُّ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا He is the Lord, the sustainer and the creator of all of the heavens and the earth and all that which is between the two. فَاعْبُدْهُ So worship Him alone. وَاسْتَبِرْ لِعِبَادَتِهِ 
and be very firm, be very consistent, be fixed upon his worship. هَلْ تَعْلَمُ لَهُ سَمِيًّا Do you know anyone that is anything like Allah? Of course not. So why wouldn't you want a relationship with Allah? وَيَقُولُ الْإِنسَانُ Now here begins the refutation and the rebuking of the people who did not believe in the hereafter. وَيَقُولُ الْإِنسَانُ And this human being, he says, أَإِذَا مَا مِتُّ لَسَوْفَ أُخْرَجُ حَيًّا That once I've died, will I actually be brought back out living again, alive again? وَلَا يَذْكُرُ الْإِنسَانُ أَنَّا خَلَقْنَاهُ مِن قَبْلُ وَلَمْ يَكُوا شَيْئًا Doesn't the human being recall and remember that we created him before? وَلَمْ يَكُوا شَيْئًا When he was nothing, he didn't even exist. فَوَرَبِّكْ by, 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 your, by your Lord. This is note that Allah takes of Himself. فَوَرَبِّكْ by, by your Lord. لَنَحْشُرَنَّهُمْ Most definitely we will gather all of them together. وَالشَّيَاطِينَ And also the evildoers, the mischief makers, whether human or jinn. ثُمَّ لَنُحْضِرَنَّهُمْ حَوْلَ جَهَنَّمَ And then we will make all of them, we will present all of them around Jahannam, around hellfire, tied up, standing there on their knees, fallen upon their knees. ثُمَّ لَنَنْزِعَنَّ Then after some time, we will then extract from each and every single group, مِنْ كُلِّ شِيعَةٍ From every group, أَيُّهُمْ أَشَدُّ عَلَى الرَّحْمَانِيَ إِتِيَّةٍ Whosoever was the most severe amongst them in disobedience to Ar-Rahman, in insolence and disrespect to the most abundantly merciful. ثُمَّ لَنَحْنُ أَعْلَمُ بِالَّذِينَ هُمْ أَوْلَى بِهَا صِلِيَّةٍ Then Allah says that we know best who amongst them is most deserving of being entered and roasted within the fire. وَإِن مِّنْكُمْ إِلَّا وَارِدُهَا There is not a single one from amongst you except that he will be brought right up to the hellfire. He'll be brought right up to the boundary of the hellfire. كَانَ عَلَىٰ رَبِّكَ حَتْمًا مَقَضِيَّةٍ This is something that your Lord has decreed and He has fixed, and it will not be changed. ثُمَّ نُنَجِّ الَّذِينَ اتَّقَوْ Now from here, however, Allah says, ثُمَّ نُنَجِّ الَّذِينَ اتَّقَوْ Then after that, we will save those people who are God-conscious. وَنَذَرُوا الظَّالِمِينَ فِيهَا جِثِيَّةٍ But we will leave the wrongdoers, the bad people in the hell of fire, tied up, standing on their knees, falling upon their knees. وَإِذَا تُتْلَى عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُنَا بَيِّنَاتٍ What was the reason? What was the cause? How did they end up here? When our ayat would... وَإِذَا تُتْلَى عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُنَا بَيِّنَاتٍ When our ayat, when our signs would be very clearly recited upon them. قَالَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Those who have disbelieved would say to those whom, who have believed, أَيُّ الْفَرِيقَيْنِ خَيْرٌ مَقَامًا وَأَحْسَنُ نَدِيًّا Which of the two groups is better in terms of social status? And which one is more excellent in terms of having powerful connections. وَكَمْ أَهْلَكْنَا قَبْلَهُمْ مِنْ قَرْنٍ هُمْ أَحْسَنُ أَثَاثًا وَرِئِيًا And Allah says, how many have we destroyed before them from different generations? هُمْ أَحْسَنُ أَثَاثًا وَرِئِيًا They were even more superior or more better than these people in terms of what they own, their possessions, and in their appearances and their social status. قُلْ مَنْ كَانَ فِي الضَّلَالَةِ فَلْيَمْدُدْ لَهُ الرَّحْمَانُ مَدَّ Say, O Messenger, that whosoever is immersed in misguidance, فَلْيَمْدُدْ لَهُ الرَّحْمَانُ مَدَّ It is appropriate for the most abundantly merciful to give him a huge extension. حَتَّى إِذَا رَأَوْ مَا يُعَدُونَ إِمَّا الْعَذَابَ وَإِمَّا السَّاعَةِ Until they have finally seen that which they were promised, whether that be punishment in this world, or that be the coming of the hour, the day of judgment. 
Very soon they will all come to know who is actually worse in terms of position and status and who is weaker in terms of their support. Ayah number 76, Allah says that Allah increases, Allah continues to increase those people who have followed guidance in guidance. He increases them in guidance. الصالحات, and good deeds that are long lasting, that are everlasting, ever remaining. They are better near your Lord in terms of their reward and they are better in terms of the response or the, the consequences. And now here in ayah number 77, Allah says, have, have you seen the one who disbelieves in our ayat? And he says that most definitely I will be given money and children. Has he been able to peek into the unseen? Or has he taken some type of a contract or a covenant with, with, with the abundantly merciful, with the Rahman? Kalla, absolutely not. That very soon we will write everything that he says and we will extend to them a huge extension within punishment, however. And we will inherit all that he says, all that he talks about. And they, and he will come to us alone, all by himself. And they have taken aside from Allah many, many deities and false gods. So that they can be a source of strength for them or a source of confidence for them. Absolutely not. This is a false notion. Very soon they will completely disassociate those things that they worshipped or those people that they worshipped. I, I got a question here from a couple of the students asking that if this is referring to in the previous ayah as alihatun, alihatan, then here it says yakfuruna, which is the, the masculine plural. And so that's a broken plural, alihatan. So why didn't it say satakfuru? Why is it the masculine plural sayakfuruna? This is something specifically other places in the Quran you'll treat you'll see alihatun treated as a fe- singular feminine as a broken plural. Here very intentionally going against the grain going against the norm it's being treated as a plural masculine to fit the context. Because remember this is surah Maryam. This is talking about Isa ibn Maryam. And so one of the greatest manifestations of a false, um, a false deity or shirk with Allah today in the world is the, the association of Isa alayhi salam as Jesus as the son of God and the deifying Jesus, Isa alayhi salam. And so it's brought here in the plural masculine to symbolize that fact that they, whether we're talking about just idols like stone or wooden carved idols, those will obviously disassociate themselves. But even if, even if we're talking about Isa alayhi salam, he will also disassociate himself from the worship that they did towards him. And of course we talked about that and that is mentioned at the end of Surah Al-Ma'idah at length. سَيَكْفُرُونَ بِعِبَادَتِهِمْ وَيَكُونُونَ عَلَيْهِمْ ضِدَّةِ And they will be against them, uh, they will be opponents against them. 
Now here is the concluding passage of the surah. Alam tara. Now so this is the consolation to the Prophet ﷺ. Some concluding remarks. Alam tara anna. Haven't you seen that most definitely we arsalna shayatina that we have sent the shayatina ala al kafirina upon those upon the disbelievers ta uzzuhum azza to rile them up and to incite them and excite them. Fala ta ajal alayhim. So do not rush in regards to them. Inna ma naudulahum adda. We are keeping full track. We are counting very diligently everything that they do and they say the day that we will gather all the good righteous God fearing people God conscious people to our Rahman in delegations and in groups and we will take all the criminals and all the bad people to Jahannam to the hell fire Wirdan, like as if animals being led to a watering hole. They'll be driven and they'll be taken and left at the gates of hell. La yamlikuna shafa'ata. They will not own any type of intercession or recommendation. Illa except manittakhada inda rahmani ahda. Whosoever has taken an oath or has an agreement with the Rahman, with the abundantly merciful. Waqalu, they had said, ittakhada rahmanu waladan. That the most abundantly merciful has taken a son. Laqad jitum shay'an idda. Allah reprimands him directly and says, that you people have said something very wildly inappropriate. Something that is very, very atrocious. Takadu samawatu yatafattarna minhu, watanshaqu al-ardu, watakhiru al-jibalu had that the skies are close to ripping apart and raining down on you. The, the earth is close to splitting open and swallowing all of you. And the mountains are close to crashing down in devastation and just crushing you. That how dare they call out for the abundantly merciful a child. They attribute a child, they claim a child for him. And it is completely inappropriate for Ar-Rahman, the abundantly merciful that he would ever take a child. In kullu man fi samawati wal ardi illa atir rahmani abda. There is no one in the heavens and the earth except that he will come to the abundantly merciful in a state of complete servitude as an abd, as a slave. لَقَدْ أَحْصَاهُمْ وَعَدَّهُمْ They have been fully accounted for, they've been fully rounded up. And each and every single thing about them that they've done, that they've said, has been taken full account of. وَكُلُّهُمْ آتِيهِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ فرضا. And each and every single one of them will, will come to him. On the day of judgment, to Ar-Rahman will come to him on the day of resurrection. Fardan individually, individually be have to be made to stand before Allah individually. Inna ladina amanu wa aminu salihat, and this is the ultimate conclusion of the surah. That most definitely those people who believed and they did good righteous deeds, sayyajalu lahum Ar-Rahman wudda. Most very soon, the Ar-Rahman, the abundantly merciful, will put will create love and affection towards them unconditionally and open ended. فَإِنَّمَا يَسَّرْنَاهُ بِلِسَانِكَ لِتُبَشِّرَ بِهِ الْمُتَّقِينَ وَتُنْذِرَ بِهِ قَوْمًا لُدَّا That most definitely we have simplified, we have facilitated this onto your tongue. لِتُبَشِّرَ بِهِ الْمُتَّقِينَ So that you may give good news, you may encourage, inspire and motivate the righteous people, the God-fearing and God-conscious individuals. وَتُنْذِرَ بِهِ قَوْمًا لُدَّا And that you may warn people that are extremely argumentative and confrontational. وَكَمْ أَهْلَكْنَا قَبْلَهُمْ مِنْ قَدْ 
many from before them have we destroyed from generations? هَلْ تُحِسُّ مِنْهُمْ مِنْ أَحَدٍ Do we even perceive or recall anything about them, even about one of them anymore? أَوْ تَسْمَعُ لَهُمْ رِكْزَ Or do you even hear a whisper or the faintest noise from them anymore? Absolutely not. They became completely lost and a part of history and that's all that they remain. So this is a rundown of the entire surah. This kind of allows, especially the more um, the students that maybe this was their first opportunity to kind of delve into in person, um, in depth of seer, that there can be kind of that feeling of kind of getting lost in the shuffle. Where do we start and where do we end up? Because every day is like an independent lesson. It's kind of difficult to tie it and string it all together. So this kind of allows the student to kind of see it all on one plate, on one slate, inshaAllah. Now to kind of talk about some of the coherence of the surah and some of the observations that we can make here in terms of the surah. The first thing that should be done and that needs to be done, and this was something that um, classical mufassirun would pay a lot of attention to doing, and that is tying together the beginning and the end of the surah. So when we take a look at that over here, we see that at the end of the surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned, or rather, let's go to the beginning of the surah. The beginning of the surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala started by saying, ذِكْرُ رَحْمَةِ رَبِّكَ عَبْدَهُ زَكَرِيَّةِ ذِكْرُ رَحْمَةِ رَبِّكَ عَبْدَهُ زَكَرِيَّةِ That this is a reminder or this is a recollection of the mercy of your Lord upon His slave Zakariyah. The mercy of your Lord upon His slave Zakariyah. So you have mentioning of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy, very profound, very great mercy upon one of His select slaves. Very selected slaves. The surah then consistently, a note to keep in mind, the surah then consistently goes on to talk about, not just, the, it doesn't just mention the attribute of Allah that He is Ar-Rahman, but it continues to mention Allah's mercy upon people. From, from, from Yahya, and how the type of son that Yahya will be, Maryam and all the blessings Allah gave to her to make her comfortable during pregnancy, Isa alayhi salam and everything Allah blessed him with, and then Ibrahim alayhi salam, you might say, but that's not a blessing, that's not mercy, he has a difficult relationship with his father. What does Allah say? When his father disowns him, وَأَعْتَزِلُكُمْ And he says, okay fine, I'll leave. Allah says, وَوَهَبْنَا لَهُمْ مِنْ رَحْمَتِنَا However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, we blessed him. We gave him children and grandchildren, we gave him an extended family, we put prophets in his progeny. We blessed him, his, Allah's mercy showered down upon, about it, upon Ibrahim. You read about the mercy of Allah upon Musa and the other prophets and messengers of Allah. You read about the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon all the prophets and those people who follow the guidance. You read about the mercy upon the Prophet This is Rabbul Alameen. But when Rabbul Alameen speaks so affectionately and gives such consideration and dedicates his kalam, his word, universal guidance, to just consoling the Prophet ﷺ, to attending to the emotional needs of Rasulullah ﷺ. What a great display of Allah's mercy. I mean, this is the Qur'an, this is universal guidance. But to take time out of that to say, and we even see in the following surah, مَنْ زَلْنَا عَلَيْكَ الْقُرْآنَ لِتَشْقَى No, 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 Habib, don't worry. This Qur'an's not gonna ruin your life, it's not gonna make your life difficult. Subhanallah, think about that. What a great manifestation of Allah's mercy. Allah would take out time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would dedicate a, a, a decent part of His kalam to just tending to the emotional needs of the Prophet and the Messenger and His followers and people in general. This is a manifestation of Allah's mercy. The angels are being made to apologize and excuse themselves to Muhammad wasallam. This is another manifestation of Allah's mercy. And then so, finally at the end, it emphasizes the Qur'an. لِتُبَشِّرَ بِهِ الْمُتَّقِينَ This Qur'an has been given as a gift 
a gift of guidance, and a tool and a resource to spread guidance, to share guidance. And then finally, it culminates at the very end by mentioning the mercy of Allah. So it started by very exclusively mentioning the mercy of Allah upon the selective slave, selected slave Zakaria alayhi salam. It ends by mentioning the open-ended mercy of Allah. Anyone that will believe, anyone that will do good righteous deeds, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put unconditional, unparalleled love in the hearts of humanity and all the creation of Allah for those people. Open-ended mercy of Allah. Started with very exclusive instance of Allah's mercy and by mentioning a very, very open general uh, extension of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. This is a lot like where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Tawbah says, وَالسَّابِقُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ وَالسَّابِقُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ Those people who excelled, who preceded, and the people who were first in line. مِنَ الْمُهَاجِرِينَ وَالْأَنصَارِ From the muhajirin and the ansar, you see it get a little bit more broad. And then Allah says, وَالَّذِينَ اتَّبَعُوهُمْ بِإِحْسَانِ And whosoever will follow their example to the best of his ability. So you see Allah first is mentioning Jannah, a very special reward for the very early Sahaba. But then at the end, He leaves the door open for all of us. Guess what? All of you can also qualify for this, that same Jannah. All of you can also work towards that same goal. And you can also receive that same blessing and mercy from Allah. Same thing in Surah Maryam here. The beginning started by mentioning the favors of Allah upon selected slaves. Like Zakaria, like Yahya, like Maryam, like Isa. But by the end of the Surah, Allah says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ can receive these unbelievable, enormous blessings and mercies of Allah, what all they simply have to do is show to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they are interested in having a relationship with Him, and that is established through iman and amalus salih. So this is kind of how the whole surah ties together, the beginning till the end. And then just a little bit of note, inshallah, I'm not sure when it will happen, but inshallah, hopefully sooner than later. Um, surah Maryam was obviously something I was very passionate, I was very um, excited about the tafsir of. And I was just as excited, if not a little bit more, uh, about the tafsir of Surah Taha. I won't say too much, otherwise somebody might throw something at me at this point. But nevertheless, Surah Taha is very, very powerful. Very captivating. And so, inshallah, hopefully we can move on to the tafsir of Surah Taha sometime in the near future. And like all of our tafsir, inshallah, it'll be something that will be open, it'll be available to everyone to access and benefit from, inshallah. Um, so I'll go ahead and just end on this note of how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala beautifully segues from the end of Surah Maryam to the beginning of Surah Taha. At the end of Surah Maryam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about the Qur'an, فَإِنَّمَا يَسَّرْنَاهُ فَإِنَّمَا يَسَّرْنَاهُ We have facilitated it for you. We have facilitated the Qur'an. بِلِسَانِكَ Onto your tongue. Meaning we've made this very easy for you. We've made this very practical for you. We've facilitated the Qur'an upon your tongue. And then Allah and why? لِتُبَشِّرَ بِهِ الْمُتَّقِينَ وَتُنْذِرَ بِهِ قَوْمَ الْلُدَّى So that you can either give good news, motivate people, or you can warn people who might be a bit difficult to deal with. But nevertheless, we facilitated for you. We made it very practical and easy for you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala began Surah Taha by saying, مَا أَنزَلْنَا عَلَيْكَ الْقُرْآنَ لِتَشْقَى Again addressing the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, saying, Oh Habib, O oh, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we have not sent down, مَا أَنزَلْنَا عَلَيْكَ الْقُرْآنَ We have not sent down the Qur'an upon you, لِتَشْقَى مَا أَنزَلْنَا عَلَيْكَ الْقُرْآنَ لِتَشْقَى So that you would, be, you would, your life would become difficult. We have not sent down the Qur'an upon you so that your life would become difficult, so that you would find yourself in adversity, so that you would end up becoming miserable. That's not why the Qur'an was sent to you. The Qur'an was sent down to you to enlighten you, to, to, to 
facilitate guidance for humanity, to make you a role model for all of humanity, to, 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 to not just make your life better, but to also exemplify your life. That's why the Qur'an was sent to you. So the Qur'an was sent down to you to make your life better, not to make your life worse. And we see at the end of Surah Maryam, that's exactly the note that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leaves on as well, saying that we have facilitated the Qur'an to you. And the next surah says, this Qur'an has not been sent to you, make your, has not been sent to, you to make your life difficult, rather it has been sent to you to make your life better. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the reality of His kalam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the reality of everything we've talked about and we've learned during these last um, couple of weeks, these last few weeks. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us the most important thing at the end of the day, most important thing. And we have a very, very, uh, we have a varied audience here today with us. And I'd like to kind of address Qur'an and the study of Qur'an kind of across the board. We have people who maybe this was the first time they actually got to participate firsthand in tafsir. We have people here who maybe don't even know how to read the Qur'an properly. We maybe have people here who don't know a lick of Arabic or grammar. And then we have people here who have dedicated... We have a few students, even within the, the, the full-time students, we have a few of them who, this wasn't their first time studying Arabic, they've, at this point in time in their life, they've already dedicated a few years to studying Arabic. Alright? And then we obviously have the students who took out an entire year of their life to study Arabic. We have students who took out a month of their time to learn some Arabic. Alright? It doesn't matter who we are and what level of studying the Qur'an that we're at. Alright? the purpose and the goal and the objective always remains the same. And that is, how can I practically start to become a better person? That's it. I like to oversimplify this part of the discussion. I, like, I, I always make sure I oversimplify. The goal ultimately is to become a better person. End of story. Done deal. It's not to know a lot. It's not to... Even we have Hufad here. I talked about this during, during the dars, during the tafsir of Surah Maryam. Memorizing Qur'an, very noble deed. Is it the ultimate, the end goal itself? No, no it's not, not by any means. It is a means to the end. Memorizing the Qur'an, means to the end. Learning how to recite, means to the end. Having beautiful tajweed and recitation, a means to the end. Knowing grammar inside out, means to the end. Balagha, means to the end. Tafsir is a means to the end. The end is one simple thing, become a better person. Now of course, we, if we put that in the Islamic context, and we have that provided to us, subhanAllah, that's why the surah ends with this. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا صَالِحَاتِ Believe and good deeds. That's the Islamic context. But if you simplified it to the absolute basic level, just become a better person. That's all that matters. So if I can quote, if I can read Surah Maryam in the middle of my sleep, I know I have memorized so I can read in my sleep. If I can read Surah Maryam in all the ten different recitations, if I can read Surah Maryam with all the different maqamat, if I can grammatically dissect the entire Surah Maryam, I can take it apart, I can do i'rab of the entire Surah Maryam. I can point out all the balagha in Maryam. I can give a tafsir dars that takes three months to complete about Surah Maryam. None of that matters if I'm not a better person at the end of it. None of that matters. That's the, uh, you know, uh, it's just like a figure of speech. That's the God honest truth. That's the God honest truth. Because it's a tragedy. And this is uh, the predicament of ilm. The predicament of ilm. Because again, we got those two class, two definitely two classes of students here from both our full-time program who are also nearing the end of their program. Who also need to hear this. 
And we even have the, the shorter duration students who came for the month during the summertime. And they're also at the end of their program. Ilm has a major test and trial. And that is sometimes, you can become so self-absorbed. Ilm has vanity to it. You can become vain through your ilm. That there's vanity out there in terms of appearance, what you wear and how you look. There's vanity about money and what you have and what you drive and what you own. There's, but there's also vanity in terms of what you know. I know this and I know that. And at the end of it, it doesn't mean anything. In fact, that will be the biggest test and trial. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. he told us, some of the first few people called on the Day of Judgment, ala ru'usil khala'iq, in front of all of the creation of Allah. Some of the first few individuals that will be brought, three such individuals, one narration tells us, one of them will be somebody who had mastered the Qur'an, expert of the Qur'an, dedicated his life to the Qur'an, but not in terms of living it, but reading it, reciting it, and in the sharh, even though the hadith says, Qari'ul Qur'an, the, the sharh of the hadith, the muhaddithun, they mentioned that this also implicates the alim bil Qur'an. Even the scholar of the Qur'an. So this isn't some like, you know, uh, this isn't to only trash people who are concerned about beautiful recitation of the Qur'an and somehow, you know, if we study the grammar, we study tafsir, then we're uh, absolved of this somehow. No, no, not at all. Anyone who dedicated himself, like committed himself to studying and learning the Qur'an, but then it did not go beyond these lips. It didn't go beyond this tongue. Whatever the Qur'an was to him, stayed right here on the tongue. In terms of a nice beautiful lecture of tafsir, in terms of grammatical analysis, in terms of beautiful recitation, or in terms of reciting it within the prayer, it just it was right there. It never went past here to the heart. And it never manifested within his life in a practical sense. Then that person before anybody else will be dragged by his hair, by his head. There are actually atraf of that hadith. There are extensions of that hadith mentioned in other books of narration where it actually mentions about him being dragged by his hair. He'll be dragged in this way and he'll be flung head first, face first into the fire of hell. And that's a very stern warning. That's a scary thing to say. But that's the Messenger ﷺ just giving us a wake-up call. That no matter what capacity we're studying the Qur'an in, the first question and the last question you always gotta ask yourself, have I become a better person through this? Did this improve me? Did this improve my life? Did my iman become better? Did my relationship with Allah become more profound? Do I find more sweetness in my prayer? Do I find more pleasure in speaking to Allah in privacy like Zakaria did? This, has this increased me in my reliance and my tawakkul on Allah like Maryam had? Has this given me a greater calling and a higher purpose in life like Isa and Ibrahim and all these messengers of Allah? Has this made me better in my relationship with my family like Yahya, like Isa, like Ibrahim, like Ismail? Has this given me, has this taught me how to conduct myself with people in a better way? Has this made me a more humble human being? خَرُّوا سُجَّدًا وَبُكِيًّا Falling down in sujood. When they would hear the ayat of Ar-Rahman, they'd fall, out, fall down in sujood and they'd cry before Allah. What do I do? Do I write down a note that that'd be a nice thing to say in a lecture? Or does it first hit me at the heart? And there's nothing wrong with sharing knowledge. In fact, that's why we do what we do. That's why we do what we do, so that people go on and that they share this knowledge with other people. Absolutely, that's part of the goal. That's part of the motive. 
But at the same time, this is what I explain to, to, to students that I have time to talk to about this, whether it be in terms of teaching them how to give khutbah, or just in depth like learning, that the real way that you teach people and you preach to people, is that first you internalize it, and you feel it, and then you live it, and then when you preach and you talk to the people, you talk from the heart. Not a scripted speech. Scripted speeches don't change people's lives. Talking from the heart does. Ibrahim spoke from his heart. You see Zakaria alayhi salam praying from his heart. Isa alayhi salam speaking from the heart. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi would speak from the heart. And that's basically what we need to strive to do. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the reality of his kalam. And inshallah, um, as I've mentioned earlier, and everybody kind of knows the drill, those people who kind of keep up with the recordings and the, the, the material that's provided, inshallah, all of the, the tafasir have been recorded, all the durus have been recorded, um, audio they've been recorded, inshallah, they'll be put out for everyone's benefit. So definitely, you can look forward to that as a resource if you'd like that, inshallah. And at the same time, in terms of continuing your Qur'anic study, um, those people who might, or even the locals here, who we really, really appreciate for joining, not just providing the facility, but then joining us every day. You know, they could have provided a facility and just said, here you go, here are the keys, make sure you leave it like you find it. Jazakallah khair, assalamu alaykum. That would, that would have been, well, we would have been okay with that as well. But what's even nicer, what's even more pleasant, is the simple fact that they came and they joined us. They joined us. So they were there with us throughout the entire month, the entire journey. And we really, really appreciate them for joining us as well. And so some advice for them as well. Um, of course, in the students that are in both of the programs, you'll, you know, most of you are familiar with um, a lot of our other materials. And we'll be having more in-depth conversations with you guys on how to continue your studies and how to keep on studying. But for maybe some of the local brothers and sisters who are joining us, how can you kind of continue forward? Um, if you like this format of explanation of the Qur'an, if this is something that you feel that you respond to well, that you understand well, then inshallah we do have other recordings of other portions of the Qur'an. The entire 30th juz is recorded, it's on our website, you can find it there. It's for free, use it, benefit from it, spread it, do what you like inshallah. Um, the 29th juz is about almost halfway done, so that's definitely there. Uh, this Ramadan inshallah, uh, we'll be releasing Surah Yasin as well inshallah. So you can look forward to that as well. And um, so these are the recordings that are available. You can definitely start there. But by no means, and this is something I spoke to our students about as well during the Arabic class. By no means do I or does anyone else or any particular institute or program own the Qur'an or own the explanation of the Qur'an. There are much, much more qualified people out there who are committing themselves to explaining and teaching the Qur'an. Open, keep an open mind. Keep an open mind. Sure, you might have benefited here. We do have other materials that you can benefit from. But keep an open mind. Go on a journey of learning the Qur'an, of benefiting from the message of the Qur'an. And wherever you find it, however you find it, inshallah, take from that khair, take from that good, and continue to grow, continue to learn the Book of Allah, and what exactly the Book of Allah is communicating to us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the ability to practice everything that was said and heard.